All right. So what is the Bilderberg Group? What's their purpose? Why are there so many conspiracy theories that ultimately surround them? I mean, what use or purpose does our democracy have if the elites within these meetings don't talk about what was discussed at these events, right? So let's get one thing clear here. <laughs> There's nothing clear about the Bilderberg yearly gatherings. I mean, you can read books on it, you can study it as much as you want, but in today's world of what we'd like to think would be transparency and openness, there's nothing transparent about these guys. So what it is, is there's about 150-ish high-level politicians, businessmen, experts from various industries, and CEOs of the traditional legacy slash, you know, traditional media, as I like to call them, that attend these events. <clears throat> and they all seem to swear some kind of oath to secrecy that they don't discuss under any circumstances whatsoever regarding what is talked about in that room, in that yearly meeting. Now, let me also be clear before I move forward. I'm not trying to imply under any circumstances that these guys meet in a huddled up group and they continue plotting on how they're going to destroy the world. At least they don't exactly do so intentionally. But I mean, yeah, I guess I'm saying that if I had to guess what they meet about has to do with their interests and their interests only. And because this is almost always the case, by nature, it trickles down into just kind of screwing everybody else over in the system. And so it's ultimately an intentionally unintentional way of plotting to destroy everyone else other than them in a domestic and international kind of method. Now, the annual conference was established back in 1954, the Bilderberg Conference. And its initial purpose was to foster a dialogue between North America and Europe. But the group's initial agenda was a large-scale attempt to prevent another world war from happening. Yet that changed fairly quickly over time. It's now defined as like the meeting is now defined as a consensus surrounding free market Western capitalism and its interest around the globe. Now, what is interesting about this meeting is that attendees are actually entitled to use information gained at meetings, but they are not allowed to attribute it to a named speaker. And the foundational value behind this concept is incorporated within the very fabrics of this yearly gathering due to the fact that this is to encourage candid debate while also maintaining privacy. And look, I'm, I'm very skeptical about this for the simple fact that this particular rule can go down the wrong road in so many different ways that I can't even begin to explain. Like, what a terrible rule. You don't think that this would just cause the wrong type of discussion and debate within that meeting? I mean, the fact that any topic can be provided with anonymity behind it, no matter wh what, just makes this yearly meeting like ripe with potential ideas and concepts that would only serve a handful at the top and ultimately just destroy the rest of society, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, it, you can argue it's happening right now. So these are the type of meetings that help contribute to the ultimate destruction of small businesses and the hardworking man and woman that struggle to just put food on the table. I mean, it's just terrible. And let me also say that 
I wouldn't consider it to be far-fetched to state with complete and utter confidence that this is probably the group that brings together some of the most powerful men and women in the world. And they may wield more influence than the, uh, the Illuminati or any of these other occultist groups. Now, let me also note that the fact that there's little known about this group in a time where everything at least seems to be exposed just goes to show everyone how sinister this sounds, right? I also want to say that what this comes down to is the potentiality that we may not even comprehend the politics and delicate balance that occurs within the room that all these people of power congregate in. But with that being said, that's still not an excuse for these people with such immense amounts of power to be roaming around, you know, freely in the hotel that the, the meeting is hosted in with no translators present, no one recording transcripts or anything like that. I mean, it's preposterous and it's very, very frightening, right? Because listen, aside from, like, I'm not trying to sound like a full-out conspiracy theorist, but at the end of the day, ultimately, what I'm noticing is that there's a delicate balance and sometimes bad is necessary for the balance of the world. And I say that carefully, but in certain contexts, it, it may be necessary. And so I'm not sitting here saying, you know, this has to stop and we need the truth and all that. I mean, in a perfect world, I'd love for that to happen. But the fact that there's no transparency whatsoever from this yearly meeting that's been going on since for years now just goes to show that either the people have not risen up entirely or these individuals at the top just wield so much power that at this point we can't we can't do anything about it so i mean look if i had to visualize i would compare it to that of the the gathering of some of the world's most influential men in house of cards the the netflix series i think it was season 4 or 5 anyways any anyone who's seen house of cards knows that there was an episode when I think it was season five when Frank Underwood, Kevin Spacey's character, was up for re-election. And he was fighting against, I think the guy's name was Conway, the Republican. And in order to gain an edge, he attended a, a yearly meeting in this forest, in this kind of weekend getaway, where all the top you know, business executives and politicians and, and leaders of industries would gather and they'd all, you know, they'd spend the weekend together. And it would only push their agendas more forward, right? So... I imagine that the Bilderberg Group thing would be similar to that. Now, although some of the names of the people attending have been posted publicly for everybody to see this year, like, for example, Jared Kushner and, and Mike Pompeo, you know, members of Trump's administration, it still doesn't tell us anything about what goes on in there, right? And I'd also like to address the fact that certain members or attendees of the Bilderberg Group, they actually have spoken out publicly, and they said that they wouldn't rule out the ideology of a, a sort of one-world government, which I think is absolutely preposterous and frightful at best and downright cynical and hellbound at worst, if I you know, can state my own opinion. And so I understand why the Bilderberg yearly meetings are ripe with conspiracy theorists theorizing about what goes on in there, but that still won't change anything assuming that bad shit goes down within those, that room. So, if we take a step back, okay, and we look at some of the major influencers and corporations that have funded this yearly meeting, we'll find that major companies like Fiat Automobiles, uh, Barclays, uh, Heinz, Nokia, and Xerox, and many, many more 
of these like top, you know, uh, dominating companies. They're, they're all contributors. And I'm more than convinced that they're getting the bang for their buck, so to speak, when they donate or what have you. Due to the fact that it's just the way business goes, right? I mean, I donate a boatload, a boatload of money to you. You then give me something in return. And so, look, this is just the way things work in all aspects of life. I mean, particularly in a capitalistic society. I mean, it, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out, right? And so I can understand why people question meetings such as these. Because it says something that when regular people who have no interest or energy to put forward into becoming, I guess what you could call extremists or conspiracy theorists. When those people, when the average person begins to question shit like this, like the Bilderberg meeting, I'm telling you, that's when you know that what goes on is so secretive and shady that it's just ridiculous at this point. And it still goes on because what are people going to do about it? How can the average working person stop it? Well, it can be stopped if there's some sort of uprising that would take place. But, you know, then for that to occur, you, you would then be calling for revolution all around. Not just reform, but revolution. And that would mean disrupting the very fabric of which our national and global society is made of, supposedly. But anyways, you get what I mean. So, those on the left of the political spectrum, they accuse the Bilderberg group of conspire, uh, conspiring to impose capitalistic domination while those on the right of the political aisle accuse the group of conspiring to impose a, a one-world government and a planned economy, as well as the planning of major world events, which, in light of what I've been researching and looking into lately, would not surprise me if I had to be completely honest with you guys. But we'll get to that in uh, another episode. And so, there was an article written in the Guardian newspaper back in the year 2017, that highly criticized the Bilderberg Group for expressing incorrect worldviews in an agenda published by the Bilderberg Group, which is that of, they essentially wanted want a one-world governing body, which actually falls right in line with what those on the conservative side of the political aisle have proposed, right? And so, this is just the, you know, this is just the top of the top when it comes to the elites. And I don't think there's much else that I can describe or elaborate on other than everything I just spoke about. Because again, these guys are so secretive. It's not even funny. I mean, the name Illuminati might sound cooler and creepier, but or more conspiratorial, but Bilderberg is as big as it gets by the looks of it right now. And let me put it to you this way. When both sides <laughs> of the political aisle are accusing the, the yearly Bilderberg meetings of being very suspicious and shady, that's when you know this is a serious problem. Very seldom do you have a situation where both sides are accusing one particular yearly meeting of having too much power or too much control, especially when there's no transparency behind these meetings, right? Usually it's, you know, most of the time it's, to be honest, it's, uh, it's people on the right that are more suspicious of things. But when, like I said, when you have people on the left too, accusing them for years of this, accusing the Bilderbergs of doing this kind of, like having these meetings and all that, that's when you know it's bad. Right? Like these secret kind of meetings, it's just, it's just BS. So anyways, I really wish I could talk more about this, but there's not much you could really find on the Bilderberg group meetings. I mean, 
there's some stories out there, but I don't, I can't validate them in any way, shape, or form. And so it could just be people throwing nonsense. I'm not sure. If any of you guys know anything, feel free to comment, um, regardless of which platform you're on, and let me know what you think about the the Bilderberg Group. So, if again, if you have any additional suggestions that that I didn't speak of or I'm unaware of, then please feel free to do so because ultimately. Uh, knowledge is power, especially in today's day and age, when we think that the world is becoming more and more transparent. And although it may be in some regards, it may be, be it may be getting more secretive in others. So, knowledge is is more powerful than ever before. Thank you.